Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sarah and Adam Show. I'm here with my erstwhile guest, Sarah. <laughs> Not guest, co-host. How are you, Sarah? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I felt a little demoted. A little bit. Yeah, that would have been a horrifying demotion, especially because you're the name of this show. No. It's the Sarah and Adam. Like, oh, yeah, but... It's Adam, but it's the Sarah. Yeah, but you take along. There's only yeah, I ta- yeah, I'm like Robin. Like no one cares. <laughs> Poor Robin. <laughs> no, there's this really funny. So um, so we we saw this this video on YouTube. Um, and my boys. So we clicked on it. It was called "Jesus Is My Superhero." Okay. You know, and it's you know, it's a it's a God song or whatever. But you know, it's about how Jesus is my superhero, and then it's like it's better than. You know, better than like Superman. It's better than Batman. It's, you know, there's even better than Barbie, all this stuff. And, you know, it's a cutesy like kids song or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, and there's like little Lego figures just like, you know, popping up and dancing and stuff. It's, it's kind of fun. Um, but uh, I just, it was so funny. The thing that busted, like that made me laugh was, well, first off, they for Jesus, they use like Kenobi, <laughs> like the Kenobi Lego. <laughs> That's actually really funny that they use that yeah. Lego. Oh. Yeah, it was it was just perfect. Um, you know, they put like a, a superhero cape on him and stuff. But um, the the other thing that made me laugh though was um, the, so they had all these specific characters that mm-hmm. that you know he's better than all these different superheroes, and then they said better than anyone, and it showed Robin, like he didn't he wasn't named. He was just like the sidekick. <laughs> like Aww. just written off that's a little bit sad <laughs> i know that's why it was funny <laughs> <laughs> poor guy i know yeah was, I, i'm like i'm like robin no well you just said it i'm like the sidekick so no i didn't say it <laughs> you're like i didn't say <laughs> it <laughs> stop <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so today we're talking with we a little bit of news, and then all we've got to do is talk about Endor episode nine, which was not the conclusion I was hoping for. Like I, I wanted, I wanted a climax episode, and this was a building episode. Yeah. It, it, yeah, that's a good point. Actually, you're right. We we can talk about that. Tell tell me what uh, news you have, though. Uh fine. Okay. So. I mean, there, there's not much, really. So, uh, apparently, James Earl Jones is retired from using his voice as Darth Vader. Which is a little bit sad. It is. Uh, so, he's using, uh, using like, a kind of deep fake voice technology, sort of. It's, like, a Ukrainian company, mm-hmm. which is interesting because, aren't they still at war? But I guess you can still deep fake voices while you're at war. Well, maybe they are in a different, working out of a different area, a different oh, yeah. country. <laughs> their, uh, their, their, their main business is in like India. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, uh, maybe they got bought out by I don't know somebody. Yeah. So, anyways, they um, yeah, not, not no shade on U- Ukraine or. Uh, yeah, but but it's it's just an interesting thing. So apparently his voice was not actually used at all. Mm-hmm. Like his original voice, like they they synthesized, they created a new one, like a digital 
uh, like creation in the Kenobi series even. Yeah, I didn't even like realize that was the case. I thought they did a good job of it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, there's been a few times that he's voiced. So he's 91. And right. uh, so, there, you know, I, I'm always a little bit at odds with like what, uh, like at, at what point should we just like take the axe to these actors? Like not, not that I... I want them to be involved for as long as they can be, mm-hmm. uh, you know? And at the same time, like there's been a few voice t- like times that you can hear Darth Vader's voice in, in other productions that I'm like, he's getting, he's getting old. Like you could tell he's uh, like, right. it's not, it's not as like, it's not as robust as it used to be. And uh, like, I can't say that I fault him at all mm-hmm. and I can't fault them for including him. And yet it's not as Darth Vader as it could be. Right. Yeah, I see. I see what you mean. Right. Uh, you know, like I, I. So, I don't know. Like him retiring and him like kind of giving like the thumbs up for them to use his digital, you know, a digital rep- representation of his voice is. Um. I don't know. I guess it's in a way a gift. I. I don't know. It feels sad though. Right. Yeah. I feel like it's just such an iconic voice that. It. It almost feels wrong to have it be faked by a digitization essentially if david prouse is still alive do you know who that is sorry not no he's he's the uh he's the actor who played darth vader just without Mm, a voice right right that was in like the bodysuit right so Mm. uh, you know like and you have to you have to cringe i mean i and i don't know how much of this is true and how much of it is just like you know people people like making up an epic story but but like they told the way i heard it was he never got told that he was going to have his voice replaced until he watched it in the theaters and he's like that's not my voice i've heard that story too yeah i, I mean that seems like super messed up like you you'd think that they would tell him frankly yeah. Unless you hated him. But then you're like, uh, so, so how would you like to come and uh, do episode five with us? Right. Yeah. I feel like you would, you would have to tell him. Well, have you seen, like, there, there actually, there's some footage of him mm-hmm. uh, with, with his original voice and it's like all reedy and awful. Oh, wow. It's like, oh yeah, like you needed James Earl Jones there. He he was necessary. Like mm-hmm. that, that would have he would have been a convincing super or superhero supervillain. Right. Um, you know. Yeah. No. Now I feel like I'm gonna go have to look for this footage because I I haven't seen oh. that. I knew yeah, I knew funny. that he, um, James Earl Jones did the voice and somebody else was in the suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do remember hearing that story, but them not telling the actor in the suit. Yeah, you wonder how bitter David Prowse still is if he's still alive. I don't, I don't even know if he's assuming it's true. Oh well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I th- I feel like I heard some some interview of where he was like he's he's not like entirely okay with it, but it was still like he's still getting paid, so he still showed up. Mm-hmm. I, can you imagine trying to act like he probably still used his voice to for cues and stuff? But like, yeah. can you imagine like that iconic scene of like no. I am your father. Uh, and Luke is hearing like, no, I'm your father. 
And he's like, no, that's impossible. Then he watches it in theaters. He's like, yeah, that was a lot better with James's voice in there. Uh, I really want to find this now. I'm really curious what it sounds like. Yeah, it's fun. It's probably not as bad as I'm making it out to be. I, I would just remember thinking like, oh, yeah. Who, who would want this compared to, right. you know, like the Cadillac of James Earl Jones's voice? Like one of my favorite things growing up, you know, I... I guess we're t- telling Jesus stories today, but um, I grew up, <laughs> I, you know, like I grew up in a Christian home. And so um, we actually had all of the books of the Bible on cassette tape. Right. And it was all read by James Earl Jones. So I could listen to Darth Vader read me the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Which just sounds like something that would never happen. I know. It's just fun. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I... I feel like if I ever got like an audiobook of the Bible or something, I'd, I'd seek that one out. I, I know this isn't like the right it, term for it, but it almost feels like an oxymoron. Oh, oh yeah. Like it sounds like a contradiction. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, uh. absolutely. So anyways, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just fun. It's fun, but. I'm sad that he's he's uh, quote unquote gone. Right, he's not dead or anything um, that I know of. But he's he's officially retired as the voice, and will continue to have digital deep fakes of his voice moving forward. Which will be, I mean, I feel like with all of the upcoming shows, he's bound to be in more of them. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, in a in a big way, like that. That's part of why. Uh, episode seven, eight, and nine kind of struggled because, like, Vader, like the whole the whole series, the whole saga up to that point was about Darth Vader, was about Anakin, right? You yeah. know, and the and the sequel trilogy is like about his legacy. Yeah, yeah, it's a Skywalker story. I, what I think is really messed up is at the end. All of the solos, all of the Skywalkers, all of like every bloodline that matters mm-hmm. is gone, and all that all that's left is the Palpatine bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, I, I never thought of it like that. Actually, that's a little bit sad. I know it's Why'd horrible. Why'd you do that? Because someone did it to me. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's rude. Actually, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I. Maybe, maybe that was an original thought. I've, I've had original thoughts before. Occasionally, here and there. I think. Yeah. As far as I know, I've have. As far <laughs> as you know. Um, okay. Do you have any other bits of news? Bits of news? That's so mm-hmm. demeaning. You're like, oh, little tiny bits. Uh, yeah. So, oh yeah, we, we didn't say, by the way, um, we're not we're not covering... The Tales of the Jedi until probably next week or something. It's just yes. been a very, very, very busy week for us. Um, and I'm actually looking forward to just talking about Andor and then going to work on my million things. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, hopefully, next week for Tales of the Jedi, it'll be quieter. Not all right, good. It, it'll be so epic talking about those really epic things in it that I haven't watched yet. Right. Exactly yeah hopefully yeah i'm excited for all the epicness so (laughs) so stay tuned for epicness and um i mean we're gonna have epicness tonight about andor um Mm -hmm. do you have any other news no 
But it was so lame. I know. I'd say I tried, but I, I really did not. I feel like I've had five million things. I haven't had five million things going on. I've just been fighting with my internet company. You know this. <laughs> takes a lot yeah. of takes a lot of energy out of you to argue with people. Yeah. So that's okay. Um. No. So do we want to talk about Andor? Uh. Yeah. Sure. Uh, about Andor. So this is episode nine, and like you, you were saying earlier, uh, you thought it would be more of like a uh, arc kind of closing, right? Like the three episode story arcs we've been getting. Yeah, well, and it was shaping itself out to be that. I, I honestly, so in the last episode, you see his wild eyes and stuff, and I thought he was just going to do something like frantic and escape right then. Right. I didn't think they were going to lock him up, but. That like he's been in jail for a long time now. It's a factory. It's, a... <laughs> it's okay. totally it's totally a what jail. Are, what are you, an imperial? Like, jeez, <laughs> no. you're like you're like Palpatine's like aide or something. No. <laughs> this is horrible. This episode, I'm not I gonna think, get along. No, I think this episode really drilled home the fact that it is most definitely a jail. I mean, it's more than that. It's slave labor. Yeah, it's slave labor, but also, like, you are never leaving. Right, a.k.a. slaves. Right. Right, Oh well, yeah, it's real interesting. Like, they're just recycling people. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. I mean, it's not surprising, though. Like, the Imperials have done all kinds of, like, they... They they literally wiped out the entire Geonosian species. Right. After they built the death, first Death Star. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I, I guess the Geonosian species is still alive, at least on some levels right now. Right? Because they're still mm-hmm. constructing the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because it's not, it's not done yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. This... I, I'm... Man, I I really enjoyed the like the casting storyline on this episode, which not not to say that that's weird. I just also feel like I've been enjoying in the other episodes. I was enjoying the other character storylines a bit more in a way, um, but mm-hmm. I thought this one was really strong. Um, but also, okay, I cannot remember her name. That imperial officer. Blonde, yeah, blonde. I can't remember the, the lieutenant. Yeah, the one that's in, let's that, just call her the lieutenant that was interrogating Bix. Uh, yeah, she is nasty. Like you saw it come full force this episode. Uh, well, like her little twit or ch- cheek twitch a couple times. I was like, oh, geez, she's she's like, I don't know, she's on the edge. Like she's not quite all the way perfectly sane. Yeah, kind of. I I was just like, I don't want to say I was shocked by it because she obviously is in the Empire and everything, but I feel like the initial episodes we saw with her were, she seemed relatively tame, um, which sounds weird to say because she works for the Empire, but like, you know, level-headed and quiet and whatnot. And this one, I was like, whoa, you are like full throttle, full steam ahead full-blown empire nastiness 
I, I, I will say uh, the doctor was so funny. He was so like chipper and happy and like, oh yeah, like da da da, like explaining all the things. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like oh, we had to like exterminate the whole species, but you know. <laughs> Uh, but, but like he was so cavalier about how he's you know like oh yeah like and you know he's, she's like oh this is the doctor and he like waves you know mm-hmm. it's, it's just so awkward and then he's like uh, like on his way to torture her and he's just so cavalier and happy it, so chipper it's such a weird dynamic to see yeah i i really enjoyed him actually mm-hmm. like i that tortured i don't i don't love that you know makes me cringe but yeah Uh, at least the scene was well done by him oh yeah it it was and it really just adds to like how evil the empire is oh yeah it's no joke um it's all it's all very it's it's really interesting i i need them to escape prison though yeah yeah i agree that was that, and that's, I think, why I thought this episode for me was a little bit stronger because it seemed to be leading to that. Like, they had this plan in place. They were, mm-hmm. you know, it, it seemed to be really leading to that moment. And then it it didn't happen. And you realize that, like, like the, the guy says, like, you're not, you don't get out of here. You just go to a different floor, essentially. And you keep going to other floors. And it's like... Oh, you really just never leave. Right. Oh, yeah. It's it's really messed up. Like, that's... Which I'm surprised... I, I was thinking about this when I was watching it, because when they were learning this, and I was like, how has that not gotten out? Well, I think that they just um, started doing it. Okay. Because I was like, how is it that there's no one... That comes into the floor and it's like, oh yeah, I was just over on floor three and now I'm here. How did you like Andy Circus's performance? I liked him. I don't know what they're doing with his character. But I liked him a lot. I think he's been activated. I think he's ready. I think he's on Cassian's side. I think he is too, but I'm also like... Am I stupid for thinking that? Are you? Am I supposed to think that? And then you're gonna backstab him? Well, I mean, because he could, right? Like he, right. he could, he could probably go tell him, like, "Hey, they're planning an insurrection. Like, let me out. Like, I've, I only have a few, a little bit left here." Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, here's the thing, though. He, it's a right now. It's a they escape or they all get exterminated eventually. Right. Game like that. That, that's what has to happen now like that that's what's required so like uh, you know after working uh, in a prison for several years uh, personally like uh, you know as like an administrator and stuff you'd see you know i i i was actually an auditor as well and i um i got to see a lot of the different operations and stuff and one of the like they don't allow visitors here like they don't allow a lot of like i I'm very, I'm very interested to know like the psychology of like, this seems, it seems like you would actually just have a lot of people who would just suicide. Like they just kill themselves. Like a ton of people would, or, or they'd, they try to escape or they try to, you know, like you'd have a lot more violence than you do, but I'd be interested to know, like, that this is so different. So like, 
you know, they, they have totally different technology for managing all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, uh, it's an interesting dynamic, but like these guys, you'd think that this would create a huge stir, like they're imprisoning people and these people aren't allowed to have visitors, which is like modern prisons. It's, it's pretty crazy. Right. Um, yeah. Um, and they I, all, I, and they all just like seem to be following the orders and doing what they're told and right I'd, I'd be really interested to know how like kind of quote-unquote realistic the the psychology of this all is like right. i mean it, and at the end of the day it doesn't matter like the the psychology like the, we're watching a show that has sounds in space right you know like whatever but i'd, I'd be interested i would still just be interested to know like they're they're just going about their tasks and you know like uh, you, you get excited about taste with your meal Hmm. 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 Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's going to be a huge breakout, though. Yeah, I feel like. Well, and so like this is the the thing with Andy Circus's character. Um. That it feels like he was kind of just. It, it feels like he just flipped to Cassian's side, and it feels like he did because. He's realized that, like, he also is never leaving. Like, exactly what right. you said, where it's you either escape or you die here. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I love that he was just like, Andor is like, how many guards on each level? I'm going to tell you, not going to, like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And then at the end, how many guards on each level? No more than 12. Yeah. Like, like just totally. And, like, no hesitation either. Uh, he's very expressive. Like uh, you kind of forget, you know. Like he's so he, he's he does the mocap stuff so much uh, right. that it it's easy to forget. Like he's I don't know. He, I I really am really enjoying his performance. Actually, I'm I'm rooting for him. Mm-hmm. He's doing a really good job, and I hope that he's not going to backstab Cassian. Yeah, I hope so. T- I'm I'm choosing to trust him. Right. Exactly. I feel like it's. I feel like it's the right call to trust him. Mm, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> right? I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But no, I think he's doing a fantastic job. I like his character. I liked his character even more after this episode. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I felt sorry for the old guy. That was really awful to watch. Like, yeah, I did not enjoy that scene at all in, in that hallway wherever they were Um. this this show is is so intense honestly especially for a star wars show i I found Mm -hmm. i found myself like kind of not not in a bad way but kind of stressed out a little bit it it almost seems like you have to be in the right mindset to watch it yeah i mean it's funny because you watch like episode four and it deals with a lot of dark things like, mm-hmm. you know, pr- imprisonment, destroy like the genocide of an entire people, like, uh, you know, with the Death Star and, uh, you know, like the, all, all this crazy like monsters in a trash compactor and stuff, all, the, all these things. 
you know, and it's just like kind of bright and sunny and happy the whole time. They're cracking jokes and they're chasing stormtroopers and stormtroopers are accurate until there's main characters around. Right. And <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's just like the space lark, you know? Mm-hmm. And then Andor's just like, gosh, the Empire is a bunch of bastards. Yeah, and it's it's just so much darker. Um even though in episode four they kill a whole planet like clearly there's no like limit to their depravity like there's there's no limit but mm-hmm. but yeah like this just seems more like geez it you know what an oppressive thing they're just taking over everything right I, so do you think it feels that way because this is more of like an in-depth look at the empire or like a more um like behind the scenes look of how it kind of all started Hmm. maybe what do you think Hmm. i want to hear your thoughts on that i think so a little bit because realistically like when you watch episode four and four five and six it's already established that the empire is like it's already that's where it started the empire is already there they're the bad guys like they're the guys doing all of this like really awful stuff and you as a viewer when you watch that you're like okay we're obviously rooting against them because here are the heroes and etc and you follow along with them and that's that's where it goes whereas i feel like this might feel feel more i don't know feel more dirtier and like yeah yeah because, but also because you're seeing more of these characters, like, uh, staring face guy. Like, you just see him get absolutely berated by his mother all the time. And, like, you know that he's this Empire-affiliated person. And you're not supposed to en- enjoy his scenes or anything like that. Like, you know that he's a quote-unquote bad guy. But you're also seeing more of his background in history. And then you see more mm-hmm. of Lieutenant Girl going all twitchy-faced, psychotic. It, yeah. It all, it feels more in your face in a way. I think she's going to hook up with that guy, with Staring Guy. You think so? I think she wants to, like, rip his head off. I think she's going to hook up with him. Like, Praying Mantis style. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That that's just what I that I, that's out of nowhere. But yeah, um, yeah. No, I mean it, it's so it, it it is really dark. And I mean, so it, to capture the feeling of Rogue One, right? Mm-hmm. So so there's there's that scene, uh, the pivotal scene where they're in the Rebel base and the Alliance has decided to wuss out. They they're just like, you know what? We're just gonna bitch out and we're, we're done. Like. Mm-hmm. We're not, Oh wait, we're gonna rebel. We we have to fight, really? Like, bunch of. <laughs> anyways, uh, so so then they so then Cassian's like, man, we've done a lot of bad things for the or for the rebellion against the Empire. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've set we're saboteurs. We're doing all this stuff. Like, just because they're not part of Saw's like terrorist group, doesn't mean that they're actually like nice people. You know, like he he was ordered to just kill 
uh galen or so you know just to assassinate him right off the you know like they're they're used to brutal tactics and i think you have to you have to really consider so you, you take these group of people you're like why why are they doing the, the bad guys do too and right you have, you have to think like okay in this world it would be fully believable that something would happen you know like if i was away from that my house and someone came and just murdered my family and there was no justice it was just like the imperials did it because they wanted more housing for their own you know like right something like totally nonsensical i'm not gonna get justice like suddenly i i would be that guy who's like not that i would want to like kill innocent people but we need to take this regime down right at all costs like uh like i'd be one of those you know and and tons of people would be i think i'm mm-hmm. just like no we that what they're doing is not okay. We have to stop them, even if it means murder, like innocent death. We have to stop it. Um, have you watched The Boys? No. It, it's it's just funny because <clears throat> what you're saying touches on that so well. It's like mm. a, a direct parallel between this and The Boys. Um, uh, we, should re- we should watch that sometime. Yeah. So it is just so you know, extremely gory. Well, just get- you'll have that when you have rogue superheroes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything that you just said, it just made me think of, of that because, yeah, that's essentially it. Like you're using these gritty tactics. You kind of like have to fight dirty in this case. All right. Well, it kind of almost makes it, it's like, well, OK, um, not that I love Saw Gerrera's, uh, you know, terrorist kind of things, mm-hmm. but it kind of puts it in the perspective of like they have to stop the empire and like the luthan was so interesting in the last episode where he was like i'm a coward i'm afraid of the time the empire Mm -hmm. gets too strong that like no one can actually do anything about it right and it's it's um it kind of makes sense though that you would have these tactics and like like luthan saying that and all that kind of stuff because you're at this point where you can see what the empire is doing and the tactics that they're using and how they're fighting, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And like, they're not going to stop because you get a whole band of the majority of people together who are like, Hey, like, can you stop now? We don't like this. Right. Right. Like those guys will just get killed. They'll, right. they'll just be sent to prison and made to make girders or whatever the hell. Whatever you know, they're doing. They're making. Yeah. Um, I, I said girders. I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, I have no idea what they're making, but they're, I, I actually, when I was watching it, they, when they were, um, I guess it's like a weird, I don't even know what it is. Some kind of drill or whatever that they were using. And you could see like the sparks flying. And I sat there, I was like, nobody's wearing safety goggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no gloves, nothing like that. Uh, they don't care. Yeah. Oh, how, how degrading is that? Like you just like take into a big communal shower and everyone's just like standing there naked, mm-hmm. just getting sprayed off with some something. Goaty or a little bunky and that you can't apparently step out of. Yeah. Which is wild. You don't I love I love that line in the last episode. He's like, You don't walk in your sleep, do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why it makes you'll sense. see Ugh. <laughs> hope not yikes um 
What did you think about the scenes with Mon Mothma this episode? I don't know what they're doing with her. She's not that interesting, yeah. honestly. I'm, I, I was so interested at first in it. I'm just like, I, I, I'm just not that interested. I, I was interested to see Val as mm-hmm. her niece, was it? Or aunt or sister, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't remember. It was interesting to see her there, though. Um, well, the, yeah, they were calling her aunt something, so... Uh, I do agree with you, though. It feels like she started out where you're like, oh, this is going to be an interesting little, like, side storyline kind of thing that will eventually lead into everything else. And now I'm kind of like, well, what are you doing with her? Because it feels like they're just beating the same storyline with her over and over again. Yeah, she's just like, need to get money, money stuff, things about money, things about my husband and my daughter that aren't, that are kind of dysfunctional, but we all kind of stick together because what other option do we have? We, (laughs) we drink worms. Oh, (laughs) no, thank you. No worms. Um, Like, I, I I don't know, like, if I didn't know who she was, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't care. Well, I'm like, because she, she's so fake, too. Like, when she talks to people, ah, you know. Like, they made an allusion to that. One of the senators in the last episode was like, I forgot how charming you are when you need votes. Mm, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it's because it just feels like, I don't know. It feels like she's kind of fallen into the background a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah, I just, I'm, she's like... They're gonna uh, like she's gonna talk to a gangster. I mean that that might spice things up a little bit. I just it's so plotting, so just really, really taking a while to right. get started. And uh, honestly, I was a little bit hoping they would just take a three uh, like episode arc and mm-hmm. just show her and just have her. Oh, and now and now I'm like, I really want that. You're like, please don't. <laughs> And maybe they could make it interesting. Maybe that was that's what would spice it up, though, is if they actually gave us more. Because all it is is like, hey, she's talking to various people, right? And, like money, and she has scared looks on her face. So she's concerned, <sighs> and I guess Val. I thought it was interesting too that. Um, so I actually rewatched uh, episode eight before nine like that so i watched them back to back okay. and so there was that it that was there's that dialogue between what are they penta or what something is that all right i, I probably totally um and val like so the two mm. the two girls from the i don't know if i said their name right but i can't i can't keep a lot of these names straight yeah so so those two though the mm-hmm. two girls and and so she's She's like, so who would you go as? And the girl was like, maybe a rich girl uh, trying to run away from her family. Mm-hmm. And Val says, that's cold even from even for you. And it's because Val is a, a rich girl, a rich girl, like kind of running from her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And then that like ties into this episode, right? It all it all kind of makes sense. Um, oh. I get the the need to kind of give Mon Mothma more of a backstory because I'm assuming they're gonna tie into more of her story and more of how like she gets involved and everything like that and you want to see that but it feels like this is just too long of a backstory 
Yeah. It's like she's funding some rebel, rebellious activity. Right. So. That's cool. I could have just been told that. You could just say, oh, yeah, Mon Mothma. And I'd be like, oh, hey, they mentioned Mon Mothma. That's cool. Like, (laughs) What's she doing? She's Uh, still kicking around the Senate, just rattling around in there. Yep. uh, Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe hopefully they do more with her the rest of the season. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hope it, they do. It's just going to be, I think it'll be disappointing if they don't. I like the actress. Yeah, I think she's doing a fine job. She's coming across pretty cold and, you know, mm-hmm. I think how, how it's intended to be portrayed. Yeah. So, yeah, I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. I just want the, I want her storyline to move more and I feel like it's not. Yeah, I'd say that's one of the slower parts um yeah uh, so okay so twitch twitchy face lieutenant um <laughs> yeah psychotic, psychotic. Uh, so yeah. last episode i think we were talking about how we still like her right like we're kind of rooting yeah. for her in, in a weird way do you still feel that way no no i still i still do kind of i, I still I mean, like her I think she's a very good villain. She gives me Umbridge vibes. Oh, Dolores? Yeah. She, like, um, there is this, like, thought process of of how Dolores Umbridge is more evil than Lord Voldemort. Um, and it isn't... All basically has to do with the fact that she's capable of conjuring a, a Patronus while she's wearing a Horcrux around her neck. And, like, you see what happens and you read about what happens to Ron and Harry and Hermione when they carry the Horcrux with them and, like, and how it affects them. And it makes you, like, this really, like, negative person and you lash out at everyone and you cause misery on everyone. So she's got this... And to conjure Patronus, you have to be happy. Like, you have to be extremely happy. And she's able to conjure one while she... So it, it's like this contradiction of, like, she's happiest when she is causing this misery and being a nasty human. And um, Lieutenant Twitchface here really reminds me of that. Where, like, you can tell, like, even in that last episode where she was, like... or. Yeah, I think it was the last one, episode eight, where they were going to bring in Bix. And she's like, no, 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 I want her to see him, right? Right. You can tell that she's so manipulative in a way to Mm -hmm. get under Bix's skin and make it even worse for her. And it's like she gets off on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was the Bix is like, you're you're going to like torture me regardless right she's like yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah we'll totally just do that doctor be pleasant and torture her face a little bit please yeah yeah because Bix was like you're not gonna believe me either way and she's like no right um uh, i thought in those scenes also like there was an imperial in the background who was just like grinning real big and i'm like man I don't know. It's just disappointing. It's I, I, in humans, you know. Yeah, it, it. 
but it makes them appear even more evil and like dark and twisted and it I'd, honestly this episode actually made me feel like staring guy was out of place like he's too good like he's yeah. too much of a good guy yeah i was like i don't think you're this twisted so uh here's here's the thing uh, 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 all right i mean there's all right, there's like this, um, there's there's this really like kind of funny uh, like website or whatever I forget what it like it's it's like, I think it's a website where it's like the empire did nothing wrong. It's like almost a meme. Okay, I think yeah, I feel like, of, I don't know if I've gone to it, but I've heard of the empire did nothing wrong. Right. Well, it, it's just like the the idea that they were just beset by terrorists and they were trying to protect their people and they just kept getting destroyed or, or whatever. Like that, I'm probably doing a disservice to it, but like the the idea that the empire is not actually evil, that it, we do we just see it from a certain point of view. Right. And, you know, like you could almost see Luke as, as like a guy who's been indoctrinated, indoctrinated into these like radical beliefs. Okay. Right. Right. You know, like his, what, what better target would, would there be if, you know, for like he, his, his, all of his parent figures die and then some random old cultist guy is like hey come come hang out with me like I'll, I'll show you meaning in this world right you know and he's like oh okay sure yeah like i i'm feeling pretty bummed out right now i'm pretty vulnerable and he's like yeah i'll teach you how to do magic dude right like, have some candy yeah like we're, <laughs> we're gonna i'm gonna take you to like the place that you're gonna learn even more about about our ways like you like oh, you like a little taste of this power like you you can kind of just see it in a way like uh, yeah I, I mean it's it's a twisted way of thinking obviously and I, I like the idea of you know the heroes and stuff I, I like Luke to, and Han and everyone to be heroes not not like twisted villains but mm -hmm. it's kind of an interesting idea um uh, you know I think I think though that so they've just basically I mean obviously that that was never the intent of the creators of Star Wars it's fun it's a fun thought experiment the the idea though of I I do think that there's a certain number of people who really love order like they love right. it so much that they're gonna buy into it on their own like they're not gonna be like forced into it out of you know poverty or desperation of some other sort I do think that in that way. You can almost see like good people joining the empire for for that. Like this guy, right. you can hear him cite it. He's like, yeah, like order. That's what they want. Well, and it almost feels like he's joining it because it's almost like a familial duty for him. Like you could tell that his mom was really basically like you're nothing essentially if you don't that's the vibe she gives me is like you're not you're not worth anything if you don't join them and even then you're not worth anything if you don't climb the ranks and get promoted like so it, it feels like he's doing this just to kind of please his family but he doesn't to me right now he doesn't fit in yeah i i think he's i think he's got a crush on that on the lieutenant twitch face regardless of if he does or if he doesn't he doesn't fit in no I, so yeah like all right so you know in kenobi they land on that farming planet yeah right 
and the the weird like badger weasel creature i, I don't I remember. Can't remember his name it was real creepy but um yeah the one who who's driving them yeah but he even says like can't have too much order or something you know yeah. like small price to pay for a little bit of order mm-hmm. or a little bit of peace or something like that like uh, you know like that's that's the thing it's like a lot of people are buying into that and i will say it's easy it's easy so so like i, I don't know you, you and i play the same like star wars phone game right right and how easy is it like so when someone's complaining about a bug but it's not affecting you mm-hmm. for one reason or another how easy is it to just think they're just being whiners right you yeah know, like like they're but then when you actually get hit by a bug, you're like, you better fix it. Like, you need to fix this. This is a big problem. And the yeah. people who aren't being affected are like, what whiners? Right. You know, uh, like, um, uh, and so if you're not being negatively impacted mm-hmm. by the empire, if it's just like, yeah, like mm. a little bit of order, that's, that's not bad. Like, this is kind of cool. Right. Like, I don't I don't feel unsafe anymore. You know, I used to feel a little unsafe like going to work. And now I can ride the train and I'm good because there's stormtroopers, you know? Right. Like there, there's some appeal to that, I think, you yeah. know. Like that they you can't see it from my I can't, you know, I say that I say that sometimes, you know, when I give people advice in that game, in that mm-hmm. phone game, you know, I'm like, well, you can't see it from my yard, like. I can't see it from my house like I it doesn't if, if it if it totally fails for you it's not actually going to impact me right you know yeah well I I mean I think that goes like you see so many people being like oh like your mileage may vary or or whatever um it's the same kind of idea here where you might embrace that and mm-hmm. well I, I mean you hear that in anything where people are like well not my problem Sure. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, well, it's going to be your problem. I mean, there's like, like that dramatic, you know, first they came for this group and I did not speak out. Yeah. And then they came for this group and I did not speak out, you know, and all these different groups. And then they came for me, you know, but that's, it's like, but that's exactly what's going to happen. Oh man. Oh, it totally is. But it, like, it, it's that though. It's that idea of like all yeah. these people who are like, yeah, order is pretty cool until they're like, oh crap, I'm a slave. Right. And I'm never getting out of this factory. Right. Yikes. Pr- prison. Prison. <laughs> it, yeah. It definitely has prison vibes now. It's not a cage, though, so we're good. Right. He's technically still never been... What's the line? Is it in a cage or behind bars? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Either or. I just think it's funny. I mentioned it, and then the very next episode, it gets in prison. I'm like, <laughs> son of a... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so what do you think is going to happen? I guess next episode like hmm. because like you said you we i think we both kind of expected this to be the closing of an arc and it's not it kind of feels like this was kicking off the last few episodes here okay let, let's try to chart what we think will happen in the next three. Oh man 
Oh, so what has to happen in order for this to be a successful season, I guess, is my thought. Like we did this for Lord of the Rings too, or right. sorry, Rings of Power of like, what do we need? Like we, we want to know who, we want to know more about who the, the mystery man is. We want to know more about Sauron. We need to see him and know, mm-hmm. like have some kind of, you know, and it would be great to see some rings. And, and in the end, they actually did show all those things. Right you know, more or less gave us what we were hoping for. And I, I think, you know, that that actually it's like, well, <laughs> we'd be kind of picky if we were like, nope, not good enough for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so for this show to be successful, mm-hmm. for you to be happy in your heart, to be like, man, season two is something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. What has to happen, in your opinion? I mean, obviously, Cassian, they, they need to escape the factory. Yeah, like, this is enough. Uh, like, this yeah. would be as third episode in prison yeah you've need, we've need less of that we've established what it is we've established that it's a it's a prison they're they're keeping everyone there it's time to break out um mm-hmm. i think mon mothma needs to push forward significantly more otherwise I've, i'm gonna feel like her entire storyline was a complete waste of time mm-hmm. um so I would I would love to see that. I personally and selfishly would really love if K2 showed up. Even if it's at okay. the very end. He already did. Well, not really. I got so excited when I saw him, but it wasn't him. I know. They faked you out. They faked me out. I want uh, that, the actual K2 to show up. Okay, so if he is that just wish list or is that like you'll be deeply disappointed? That's a wish list. I don't think I would be disappointed. Oh, well, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I personally would be disappointed. I don't think the show would be a failure if he didn't. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like, like, I, I don't know if you want to say like intense wish list or whatever, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, like you fervent hope, fervent wish that yes, he's there. Mm-hmm. But maybe if he's not, it's not the end of the world. Um. I would like. I would like to, to be clear. I I love his character. He is wonderful. Yeah, and I, I want to see more of him. Um, and then, in terms of like staring face guy, I would like to know where that is going. I want to know who Uncle whatever his name is is. Mm. I don't know if it's Luthen. It's probably not, but that would be an interesting twist. A little, it? a little. Pl- Could you imagine if it was? Oh boy, would that be interesting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they keep dropping his name. Like they, they want us to be curious about him. Yeah, that's a good point. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think the main thing though is that Cassie needs to get out of that factory, which I think he will. Oh. I mean, I, I, I expect that to happen next episode. So what I expect is, I think Mon Mothma finally cuts her ties with the Empire and like leaves. She flees. Mm-hmm. So she's going to join the rebellion. She'll be a big part of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. And she'll somehow leverage all her money and influence into a leadership position somehow. Right. Like I, I, that that's my question is like there's no like specific other than other than a couple like roving groups of people like there there's not like a rebellion exactly right. like so so I think she I think 
if I had to project it, I think she's going to leave Coruscant. She's stop going to stop being a senator, mm-hmm. and she's going to be uniting all the different groups. That's what she's going to do in season two. Is right. she's going to like be? She'll be. She'll have a hopeful stare out the viewport of her starship. Right. Uh, like it'll be mournful, and like I'm leaving my family. I've got to go do this. Um. I, I hope that happens, or I hope things spice up for her, and not just like in a, oh, there's st- the stormtroopers gonna come to arrest me. Oh, they arrested me. Now I'm in jail, and I'm sad. <laughs> like, I I want I want it to be like, stormtroopers show up, and like her daughter shoots one, and they kill her. Not that I want her daughter to die, but like I want it to be like, okay, like it's real now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you need something that's gonna push her over. Yeah, like because right now she's like telling Val, she's like, maybe don't do as much. Like right. You know? Yeah. Like she she hasn't fully committed to the cause, really. Yeah, I was just gonna say she kind of seems like she's towing the line here. Mm-hmm. And you need something that's just gonna push her over and into it, and it's gonna have to be something that is awful. I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, her walking into her dead husband and daughter, tortured to death, would do it, right? You I, know, I not, not that I want, not that I want that. I hate that, but it's. I think it. I think that's coming. Honestly, I think that they're gonna die. I don't. I don't. I think. Mm. I think she still loves them, and she wouldn't be willing to part from them. And I think they're gonna die. It is what I believe in my deepest heart and i'm sad by the thought but i think that'll happen yeah and and i think it's possible that luthan has it done Ooh. and pretends like it's imperials oh. uh, probably that that's probably too far but um it's possible so so there's that um cassian needs to escape prison instantly mm-hmm. it, it needs sure spend the rest of the episode planning it or whatever uh but then have him desperate they don't know where to go and they seek out Luthen, and Luthen hooks them up with Mon Mothma, and like that, they actually start. They have a bunch of men now. They have Melshi at the very least. They have other men mm-hmm. from this prison who can help, and they're they're gonna actually start something. Like, yeah, I I, I think the Andor is you know, Cassian just, and he's like, you know what? Screw the Imperials for imprisoning me for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like we gotta kill them. And I think they'll kill his mom too. Yeah. Yeah. And and Bix will join them. They'll somehow rescue Bix. I mean, it's all fuzzy on how it's all gonna pan out. But I, I think, I think that he needs to escape prison and spend the next of the two the next two episodes joining the rebels, kind of permanently. Do, do you think that we will ever see him find his sister? wondering that actually like i've been wondering if that's just been a throwaway thing because his mom was like don't look for your sister she's gone right i'm wondering if we're just supposed to be like oh i guess she's gone right and just kind of not i don't know it just feels like a weird thing to have brought up and then now it's just it's not hasn't really been addressed or brought up again since right just feels weird feels unfinished it does so 
yeah, I don't know. Um, I think if I think if the series ended without you knowing what happened to her sis- to his sister, I would be disappointed. Cause I, yeah, that's a. I feel like that's point. like a loose end that they need to tie up. Even even if like his sister is gone, like. Well, they started the episode. Yeah, like if if he learns who his sister is. Yeah, I mean, I was like, maybe it's uh, Staring Guy's mom, but she's too old for that. <laughs> she, she's I'm like trying to connect all this, trying to connect all these things. Uh, what if, what if it's uh... Twitch face? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh. no, I, I was thinking it's uh, the girl we can't remember her her name. The the girl whose whole family was killed by stormtroopers. Mm, yeah, can't and can't remember. And then just he can't that he would he'd recognize her. I just um, I just like trying to connect all of them. That right, the Star Wars universe is not that small. I do I do want to know who Uncle whatever his name is is the Trevor or something. I can't remember. Neville. I'm just saying Harry Potter names. <laughs> Scabbers. Oh man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to know who it is too, though. Yeah, you keep telling it. I'll tell you what, if they don't tell us who the uncle is, Harlow, maybe. Harlow sounds familiar. Uncle Harlow. Yeah, if they don't tell us who the uncle is by the end of this season, uh, that will be disappointing. Hmm. Maybe uh, it's oh, maybe it's the gangster who's going to talk to Mon Mothma. Ooh. Um, yeah, because there's only, I feel like I ask you this all the time, there's only two seasons now. Mm-hmm. And do, do you know if season two is supposed to be 12 episodes as well? Yeah. So the format is, uh, okay. So if you take all of the seasons in totality, um, uh, or, you know, both of the seasons. So this is five years right now. It's mm-hmm. five years from the battle of Yavin. Right. From when, from the, when the death start blows up from when rogue one happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so episode or so season one is year one. Yeah. And then season two will be two, three, four, five. In three are three episode arcs each. I'm curious how that's gonna flow. Yeah, me too. But um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I completely lost my train of thought. I f- I just feel like there's so many things that they need to wrap up overall in basically just over one season. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be... Isn't it funny? We He dies. The Death Star cooks him. I know. We know what happens. But at the same time, I'm like, well, what about like what about his sister now? What what happens to his mom? Is she going to die? Like you, no. what, like what, you what about What about Bix? What about Andy Circus? Yeah. All what these about characters. Twitch face McGee, mm-hmm. staring guy, Does Uncle he... Trevor, Mon Mothma's family. Oh man, there's just so many things that I think they need to to wrap up. I the leftover I... worms. Oh man, I I feel like they're gonna end the season on some kind of reveal or something like that. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Um. Yeah, that's just what my gut is saying. There's going to be some kind of reveal in the last episode, and then it's going to end. 
so here's a question do you think maybe mon mothma's guy that she trusts mm -hmm. is actually a snake yeah i don't i didn't find him very trustworthy this episode uh, i i think that he is sketch i think he's sus yeah. i've decided to call him sus yeah he doesn't uh he doesn't give me good vibes <laughs> well yeah anything that threatens your vibes we need to investigate correct. immediately correct your vibes are important <laughs> no but he doesn't like I feel more sus about him than I do Andy Circus's character. Yeah, me too. I think Andy Circus is just wants to escape. Like, I, yeah. To me, it's straightforward. I mean, if he tries to escape, I just don't think he will. I think. Right. I don't know. But may maybe he will sell him out. I hope he says "my precious" at least once before he's done. <laughs> uh, oh man, yeah. I I just. There's something about that guy that she trusts that it doesn't sit right. Yeah, I. Uh, she's like, I trust him, but uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe he is a trustworthy fellow. Right. I. I. I was. I'll tell you what. I want to see more of uh, Senator Organa. Yeah, that's a good point. Because he's really important to the formation of the the rebellion. Like, mm -hmm. if he's not in this season, uh, that that'll be a travesty. Like, he needs. I, I feel like he needs to at least show up at the end. Yeah. But he's still. He's actually still a senator until the Senate is dissolved. Like, he keeps his cover at least. I think Mon Mothma has to leave before that, though, if I remember the canon right. And. Right. Uh, like maybe he can shelter her or something like I, I Jimmy Smith's I think is his, the actor's name like I've always really enjoyed yeah like I've really enjoyed him be playing a bigger role in things because he mm -hmm. always get, he gets blown up in Alderaan and it's like well I guess we'll never see Leia's dad and it's fun to see him taking an active role in the early formation of the rebellion and stuff yeah I mean that's a good oh, man that would be great if he showed up at the end yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. come with me if you want to not die yeah i mean yeah they they've got to push so much together by the end of this season in particular to really get the ball rolling for tooth because i don't think you can go into year two and and not have the rebellion established that would be really tough wouldn't it right so i well impossible i i yeah i well, just yeah well, I mean, I'm I'm good if they want to grow the so so like events that can happen. Mm -hmm. um, uh, like we see Luthen trying to to get Saw to work with someone, and I think that Mon Mothma and him do get along for a while. Like they for sure are like on a team for a little bit, yeah. And then he's too distasteful. Like I think that we're gonna see that mm -hmm. some of that. Um, I, I think that that that's what episode two is gonna be is the formation of the alliance, right. And she's going to be the central navigator of that. So right. I think end of season one, I think maybe the rebellion hasn't quite all the way started, mm -hmm. except with her and her intentions. Okay. 
I just feel like I don't know where Cassian fits in if he's not already with her or, mm. you know what I mean? Like, he just kind of feels like he's on his own. Like, he's a solo player here. Yeah, we need a little bit of, we need to link some of these storylines together. Yeah, I think, too. We, we need to tie him to the Rebellion by the end of the season. Yeah, okay, so I guess last question then. Mm. Um. Does Luthen survive the end of the season? Oh, I don't know if I want him to die. So there, there is still a scene. I, I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure we haven't. I think there's still one scene with Saw from the previews that we haven't seen yet. Assuming yeah, well, that, assuming they didn't cut it. Oh yeah, I mean in Rogue One tradition, right? Like they, there's all kinds of things that they cut for those previews. It's like. Remember that line, like, it's a rebellion. I rebel. And that never made it into the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he That's... I think he lives th- through the end of the season. I think there's a good chance that he doesn't. I think that Mon Mothma takes over his job. Hmm. Some, like, kind of. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I, I mean, I, I like him, too. Like, he's kind of a rat bastard, but... I, I, like I, I think I think he's that he, he is he's he's starting he's starting all kinds of crap mm-hmm. like he is like he, he's he's not a nice person you know like his he's not a moral person he's he's a desperate person and opposing the empire but I mean I think that was the line in the the scene mm-hmm. that is that's with Sagrera of like you know well, we'll call it rebellion or whatever. Like some people call it violence or I forget what it was, but it's like an illusion of like, we can do what we want, but we'll call it right. you know, something more righteous. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I feel like he, I feel like Luthen, because I mean, he also had that line about like basically manipulating people into a reason to rebel Mm -hmm. right so maybe he does just kind of like go too far so to speak i think he could yeah i I could see him doing that i could see him totally like crossing the line um yeah because he he definitely has a grittier vibe or a grittier take on things than say mon mothma Yeah, I'm um, interested to see, to say the least, in the end of the season. It's going to just keep being super intense, I think. Yeah, I think we just keep building from here. So. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, let's see Twitch face hook up with, with Staring Guy. Cassian hook up with uh, D, her B, her, what's her name? Bix. Bix. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of just the droid. <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, who? <laughs> some random letter and number combination. No, um, Bix, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be. I don't know. I think the last three episodes are gonna be really good, though, especially if they are like packed, and I think they will be. Yeah. So I guess the one other thing that I want to point out, and you know, we should probably call it good here soon, but. Uh, like 
yeah, there's been action. There hasn't been any like extended action sequences really, other than mm-hmm. like the the base, the the heist episode. But even that didn't have like that. That there was a firefight and stuff. Like, I I'm not one to be like, man. We don't get to see like I, I don't care about the fighting as much. But this is Star Wars. Like we don't we haven't seen that much of it in the last few episodes like it and that's kind of an iconic thing and I realized I'm like do I miss that I I think I a little do Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah I I get that I think I do a little bit too it just also feels this is such a different show for for Star Wars Mm -hmm. that I actually enjoy that it is so different sure um Uh, yeah I'm enjoying it that's it's a minor quibble yeah like yeah, no, but I think that's fair. And I I'm, I wonder if they'll bring more of that in in the last couple episodes. I wonder that too. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good point. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they kind of need to, frankly. Uh, yeah. I mean, there, there are some people who just, like, need that. They don't have to have lightsabers or whatever, but they need to have some blasters and ships and stuff. Yeah, I was just going to say, like... A blaster gun. I think I think actually we'll probably see a lot of that when they do break out of the prison. Yeah, like I think they're primed for at least one really good action sequence. I just um mm-hmm. yeah. I, I I'm really enjoying this show. I know some people like our, our friend Solo doesn't like the show, for instance. He doesn't? Yeah, he's like, I don't like Andor. I'm gonna wait till everything's until it's all the way over till I watch anymore because it's so disappointing and slow. Oh. I know. Don't you just dislike him even more? <laughs> I'm just surprised he doesn't like it. I just, it's, I, I think the reason why I do like it is because it feels so different. Yeah. Well, it is. It is. It's, I, I've been enjoying it a lot. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Um, looking forward to that so next episode yes uh we'll talk about andian episode and andian andian wow. <laughs> are you combining andor and cassian there i'm like as crazy as twitch face here <laughs> <but>. <laughs> uh yeah andian episode what uh 10? andian andian candor oh man yeah um episode 10 and then uh, which one is the first one? I'm guessing it's Ahsoka is the first arc of Legends of the Jedi or whatever it's called. I th- Tales of the Jedi. I think so. I actually haven't looked at it. I was curious if they were going to alternate. Um, and mm-hmm. if if they do, I'm curious if I can like skip the Dooku ones so I can just watch the Ahsoka ones. Cause do we want to do Ahsoka first? Oh, I'm good with doing the first one first, whichever okay. one that is. My, my my thought was I don't want to skip the other one if they do alternate, and then if there's mm-hmm. something in there that's important. Right, if it tells a like one greater story somehow. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'll I'll probably just watch it all the way through. Who are we kidding? <laughs> if I have time to binge watch it, I will. <laughs> well, they're short, right? They're like what, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, that's what I hear. They're pretty short. But yeah, I don't. With what time though? I don't have time. I, I gotta work this weekend. <laughs> Stop bragging. <laughs> Some of us have to have to actually work at work. 
okay, yeah. So we'll talk about that next week, though. One one half of the Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. That sounds good. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Wonderful. So I guess that's it. Uh, it sounds over. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Good. Good join our Discord, guys. Yeah. Come hang out, and thanks for listening, and we'll talk next week. Yeah, guys, and hit that sub button if you haven't already on our on our YouTube. Good point. That'll be great. You'll enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs>